From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. If we had to title this show, we might say, Take Me to Your Leader. Bad joke, but great music. We have two guests who have been on the East Coast performing this repertoire of German Lieder. These songs, beautiful poetry done by Robert Schumann, performing in a Schumann Lieberabend, an, an evening, a Liederabend, an evening of these beautiful songs. And in 2010, they concertized in celebration of Robert Schumann's 200th birthday. Our performers today are Robert Brandt, baritone from the BYU School of Music faculty. He's been here three years, seven years before that, in Delaware. I've been hearing these guys warm up. You're in for a real treat with Robert's voice. And Michael Schutze, is a collaborative pianist on the faculty of the Hochschule für Musik in Dresden, Germany, specializing in German Lieder. I tell you, these are the guys to do this. And tonight we're going to begin with selections from a song cycle, or Liederkreis, Opus 39. It has 12 songs. We'll hear three short songs now. They translate as Far From Home, and Mondnach, Moonnight, and Waldesgespräch. <laughs> Aus der Heimat hinter dem Blitzenrot, da kommen die Wolken her. Aber Vater und Mutter sind lange tot, es kennt mich dort keiner Ach, wie bald kommt die stille Zeit, da ruhe ich auch, da ruhe ich auch. Und über mir rauscht die Schuhe. Es ist schon spät, es ist schon kalt, was reizt du einsam durch den Wald? Der Wald ist lang, du bist allein, du schöne Braut, ich für dich
Robert Brandt, baritone, Michael Schutze, pianist, for selections from Liederkreis, Opus 39, Lieder by Robert Schumann. Michael Schutze is a collaborative pianist on the faculty of the Hochschule für Musik in Dresden, Germany, specializing in German Lieder and have concertized all over through the U.S. in Tanglewood, teaches as, as a guest lecturer frequently here in the United States. Michael, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, it's a great pleasure for me to be here. So you specialize in Schumann, but I, sh I should ask, when, when uh, Franz Schubert wrote 600 liter and Brahms wrote quite a few, why Schumann? Oh, well, that I love Schumann does not mean I don't love Schubert and Brahms. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not exclusive. N absolutely not exclusive. I also love the music of Franz Schubert and, and also Brahms, and there are way more composers. I also like uh, Richard Strauss. And to be honest, not it's not only the German composers. There are French and Russian and also American composers who wrote very beautiful art songs that I like to perform, yeah. But yeah, Schumann is very special to me. <laughs> this particular song cycle that we're hearing, this Liederkreis, mm -hmm. Opus 39, many of them are short. Is that because the poems they're based on are shorter poems? Yes. And would it have been typical in that time to sing through the whole cycle in a, an evening or a, a chamber music event? Well, it was, Schumann intended it to be performed as a, as a whole cycle, but sometimes in, in those performances, they would just pick a couple of songs and then put some chamber music in mm. it, instrumental chamber music, and then maybe do the rest. That um, idea that all the cycles have to be performed in one is rather a, a modern invention. Mm. Interesting. So these, uh, one of the, the second that you just performed, Waldes Gespräch, Conversation in the Woods, yeah. Uh, it seems like so many of the images in these, it's love and nature. Through, it, does that hold all the way through these, these leader? Um, yeah, well, that, that simplifies it a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, Josef Eichendorf, who is the poet for all those poetry, Opus 39, um, had the, the theme of nature very often in his, in his poetry. And there is very often uh, talked about the wood and about night. Mm -hmm. We just did Mondnacht, right? Yes. And so for him, those are images or uh, metaphors for for human feelings to express. Um, the night usually stands in Eichendorf for loneliness or for the idea or for, for the anxiety of, of loss. It's all the, also the, the space for dreams, of course, and that's something that all poets inspired a lot. You've played for so many different singers at the international competition for mm -hmm. these. And so the question is, people are probably mostly focused on the soloist, but you must have a big influence, I think, as the accompanist, as the pianist for these. I, can a pianist make or break a performance like this? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I I don't really like the the term soloist in that mm. combination. It's it's chamber music, and you would you wouldn't mm. call the first violin player in a string quartet the soloist, right? So, uh, and again, we are collaborating. So, I'm a soloist. 
at the piano in this moment, there is no other than me. So I guess I'm the soloist then. Anyway, so it's <laughs> it's it's a team, it's a team sport, um, yes. <laughs> if I can put very, it that way. Very much, I like that philosophy, <laughs> very much. So uh, you have obviously heard a lot of people sing a lot of Robert Schumann, but you must have heard something pleasing in what Robert Brandt does because you've been concertizing and touring together. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally like, first of all, the timbre of his voice, mm -hmm. which is a very important thing. He's, he's fluent in, in German, so I could have the same con conversation we are right now having with him in German, no problem. So, of course, he really understands what he's talking about. And I think this is the most important thing for a leader singer. I mean, not only for a leader singer, we all also like it if the opera singer knows what he's talking about. But um, <laughs> I, I think the... The poetry is is super complex mm. in most cases, and he really understands it, and he offers many many colors mm. that that go along with the with the poetry and with the music. So it's actually it's pretty easy to play for him because he offers so many things. I just have to correspond to. So beautiful. Well, yeah. let's hear some more selections from Liederkreis Opus Thirty Nine. We'll hear. Zwielicht, or Twilight, and Frühlingsnacht, or Spring Night, Robert Brandt, and Michael Schütze. Thank you. 
Welches geht in Nacht verloren? Hüte dich, sei wach und munter. In Studio 6, you're listening to Highway 89. We've just heard two selections from a song cycle, Opus 39 by Robert Schumann, Zwielicht, Twilight, and Frühlingsnacht, Spring Night. Robert Brandt is baritone, assistant professor of voice here at Brigham Young University, previously taught for seven years at the University of Delaware. He teaches vocal pedagogy and French diction, yes, even though you're right. all, it's all German tonight, <laughs> and has a doctoral in, in vocal performance from Indiana University. You really love art song. Yes, theater. yes, absolutely. Do you remember when you first heard this and thought, this is different than some of the, the other music that I Well, sang? you know, for me, I started out as a pianist, actually, until I got to college. Hmm. And my dream was always to play piano recitals. And so I think when I turned to solo singing, it was actually pretty natural for me to go to the recital. The first, the first things I listened to were Schubert Lieder and mm. Schumann Lieder. As I kind of explored my, my solo singing, opera was actually a later thing for me, but that's kind of backwards from a lot of people. But um, yeah, for me, it was sort of a, and also then I went on my, I served a church mission in Germany and that kind of hooked me into the to the German leader, into the language. So um, after that, I just, I love opera as well, but I just really love the, the art song it, it genre. It seems in this, in this type of singing, control is everything. Just the little inflections. Yeah. And... Yes, and, and you're able to be more nuanced uh, mm -hmm. because it's usually performed in a smaller space. There's just a piano with you, so you're able to, to, to be more nuanced. Um, um, on the other hand, there's some pretty, there's some big moments as well. So there's some, there's yes. some very dramatic big moments that are kind of more operatic as well. So, so when you have, uh, for instance, when you're studying, uh, you worked with a particular teacher. Uh, help me with their name, Constanza Cucharo. Cucaro. Cucaro. Yeah. Cucaro. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So maybe some people may be surprised that a soprano is teaching a baritone. Yes, it happens. We. Uh, it probably happens less often than the other way around, because um, on a university voice faculty, you usually have uh, male teachers and a lot of sopranos. So I, I've taught a lot of sopranos in my life, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, as uh, it, there's a lot in vocal technique that that crosses over between yeah. between voice types. So yeah, it happens 
happens a lot. I was really lucky to be able to study with her very, very good teacher. Helped so me a lot. maybe you could give us a secret insight behind the scenes here. When a vocal teacher gets a student they really enjoy, can they hold on to them that whole time and train them? Or do students need to work with different teachers? Ooh, that's a good question. I have... I have personally worked with a lot of different teachers, mm -hmm. but I've also spoken to colleagues uh, who studied with the same teacher for a long time, so uh, who had only one main teacher. So, um, in my experience as a teacher, I think there's a there's a moment, there comes a moment where I realize, even though they've learned a lot from me, mm -hmm. that it's time for a new. A new teacher to come along. Interesting. <laughs> they need Interesting. a new. They need an influx of something new there. You, um, There's one uh, review of your voice that uh, we love. This it said, "Capable of any color or emotion <laughs> necessary." I noted a complete array of expression: <laughs> love, hate, envy, comic, serious, threat, and many more. He is expert at vocal communication. Oh, this be very nice. satisfying to get. <laughs> Tell me about in 2008. You were part of this Robert Schumann competition. Yeah. Intimidating? Yes. I uh, didn't really know what to expect. And that's, uh, of course, I showed up there uh, without a pianist. I just told the competition that I would like a pianist provided for me. And I was so lucky to get Michael as my, mm. as my provided pianist. Uh, it was great to be able to work with him. But it's really, anytime you do a competition, it's always, you just never know. You, you've got a bunch of judges there. They're all casting their own scores. And they all have their own aesthetic and uh, it, there's people from all over the world so it was a little bit uh, I didn't quite know what to expect how I would fit in how I'd fare so <laughs> well tell us about these two ballad settings we're going to a different poet yeah and these, these this is not from a song cycle but Belsatsar Belsatsar yeah or Belshazzar, Belshazzar we might uh -huh, say in English, uh -huh. and Dibaiden Grenadier, the two soldiers. That's right, yeah. Um, so Belshazzar is the story from the Bible where, um, uh, where he is in, the, he's having raucous parties, the king of Babylon, and he gets, um, he, he, all of a sudden he sees writing on the wall yes and his own servants then um, kill him in the end and uh, Schumann was actually criticized for his setting of this because the, he ends it very softly and the a big dramatic ballad is supposed to end with a big uh, chord <laughs> and so but it's a it's wonderful drama there having the having the king um, and uh, and his servants there and uh, what happens when they see the writing on the wall so and then the two uh, soldiers who are coming from uh, France, uh, part of Napoleon's army, defeated in Russia, and were taken prisoner. And they're on their way back home to see their families, and they get the news that Napoleon, their their Kaiser, their, their leader, was also taken prisoner. Mm. And uh, so it's a conversation between these two men, and one of them uh, wants to go home to his family, or at least feels a duty to do that, and the other one wants to be buried uh, next to next to where his Kaiser will be able to see him after he gets out of out of being held prisoner and he wants to just die and and uh, still kind of do the fight the the fight of the of the Kaiser and so they have the sort of conversation between the two of them nice so. we'll hear these two pieces two ballad settings by the poet Heinrich Heine by Robert Schumann first Belsetzar followed by Die Beiden Grenadier. 
des Königs Schloss. Da flackert ein Lärm des Königs Tross. Dort oben in dem Königssaal, Belsatzer hielt ein Königsmahl. Die Knechte saßen im schimmernden Rhein und leerten die Becher mit funkelnden Wein. Es klirrten die Becher, es jauchsten die Knechte, so klang es den störrigen Könige recht. Des Königs Wangen leuchten Glut, im Weiner wuchs ihm kecker Mut und blindings reißt der Mut ihn fort. Und er lästet die Gottheit mit sündigen Wort, und er brüstet sich frech und lästet wild. Die Knechte schar ihm Beifall brüllt. Der König rief mit stolzen Blick, der Diener eilt und kehrt zurück. Das war aus dem Tempel Jehoves geraubt, und der König ergriff mit frevler Hand einen heiligen Becher gefüllt bis am Rand, und er lehrt ihn hastig bis auf den Grund und rufet laut mit schäumendem Mund: Jehova, der König auf ewig hohn! Ich bin der König von Babylon. Doch kaum das grause Wort verklang, dem König verzeihlich, heimlich im Busen bar. Satzer, ward aber im selbige 
Two ballad settings by poet Heinrich Heine, by Robert Schumann, 
Belsatsar and Die Beiden Grenadier with a little bit of the French national anthem worked in there musically, performed live in studio just now by Robert Brandt, baritone of the BYU School of Music faculty, and Michael Schutze, collaborative pianist from the faculty of the Hochschule für Musik in Dresden, Germany. Thank you, both gentlemen. Excellent performance. If you're listening at home or just cut part of the show, you'd like to hear it again or share it. It's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway 89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Filming is by Avi Vance. And the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.